Human euthanasia is the practice of intentionally ending a life to relieve pain and suffering. I believe that human euthanasia should be allowed in every state and country because people should be able to make their own choices. This allows the patients to decide when and how they can pass on, giving them time to prepare their family and friends, but most importantly themselves. Patients with extreme pain due to accidents or diseases should not be burdened by the fact that their only choice is to wait until their natural death date. Instead, they should be the ones to decide if they should be able to shorten or even decide to relieve the pain by passing on earlier than before. There are different cases and scenarios that can decide if they qualify for human euthanasia, but I think every human should be given a right to do so. According to Procon.org, in the U.S., about nine states allow human euthanasia. Washington, Vermont, Oregon, New Jersey, Montana, Maine, Hawaii, D.C., Colorado, and California. Even though these states allow it, they do have requirements such as age, the number of physicians they have to get permission from, and the months until their expected death dates. These requirements are usually the same though. They have to be 18, 6 months or less from their, until their expected death date, and at least two oral consent and one written from a physician. This just shows how much care and thought went into the patients as making human euthanasia legal. Most patients opted to have a PAS, a physician-assisted suicide, since 1998. About 66.3 ended their lives with prescription drug for PAS from 1998 to 2017 in states of California, Colorado, Vermont, Washington, and Oregon. 63.1 of those had cancer, and cancer is not something that can be easily taken by people. It's life-threatening, and it's very painful throughout the late stages of cancer. Cancer treatments like radiotherapy always helps, but they're not an end-all and a solution to every type of cancer. Not only that, throughout the different stages of cancer, the pain level goes up and up if treatments don't work and you eventually pass on if you can't be cured. So things like PAS and human euthanasia helps those who can't deal with the pain or have fears about dying or passing on with painful memories of how their body was or how they died due to cancer. For example, a woman named Brittany Manyard had globoblastoma miltiforme which is basically brain cancer and it's the most aggressive and lethal form of brain cancer. She was diagnosed with that in January 2014 and the doctors estimated about 6 months to live. But she did not want to submit to the cancer and rather to choose her own death date and how she wants to die. But at the time, California did not allow PAS or human euthanasia. So her family moved closer to Oregon where she could access its death with dignity law. And talking with the doctor and going through all the laws, she met the criteria and received the prescription for medicine that will end her life peacefully and painlessly if she chooses to ingest it. And one of the reasons she chose that option was because she didn't want to endure the prolonged pain and suffering for not only herself, but for her family as well. Not only does this happen in real life, but there's also talks about euthanasia in books as well. In the book, The Mice of Men, it states that I'll put out old devil out of his misery right now and get it over with. This is referring to Candy's dog when Carlson was 
talking about shooting it in the back of the head. Carlson saw no use for the dog, and he thought that instead of letting it suffer all the way till the end, he should put out the dog out of its misery right now. Of course, Candy was reluctant and didn't want to see his friend go, but he realized that instead of letting the pain and suffering get to the dog, he should take it out of its misery right now in order for it to be happier. Examples like these show how euthanasia and the freedom of choice to have that option is very important to everyone, even dogs and humans. While human euthanasia is illegal in most states, uh, people all over the country still do it. Pets all over the world have been put to sleep by owners because the owners thought it would be best for them to die happily and they thought it was like a kind thing to them than for them to suffer and go through the pain endlessly. And this further asks the question of how and why humans can't decide their own deaths. If we can decide the deaths of our own pets, then I think humans should be able to decide the death of themselves. Things like Death with Dignity Acts, also known as Physician-Associated Dying or Aid in Dying Laws, help terminal illness patients with a confirmed prognosis that have like six or fewer months to be given the choice to be able to end their or hasten their inevitable immediate death by prescription medicine. Like I talked about earlier, nine states already allow it, but most of the U.S. doesn't. But the states that don't allow it, they have good reasons to, and most America doesn't think that human euthanasia should be a thing. Things like the doctor unwilling to compromise their roles and their Hippocratic oath, or even the slightest possible recovery chance for that patient. Even if it was 5%, there are those still who believe that their patient or their family member could survive through all the pain and live a healthy life afterwards. Religion also plays a big role in if human euthanasia should be or should not be a thing. About 70.6 Americans are Christian in the United States and most of them don't agree with human euthanasia. In the Bible and other religious teachings, people have been taught that killing yourself or ending your life early is a, some type of sin or a legal thing to do in the eyes of Christianity isn't the only religion that doesn't allow it. About 16 religions all over the world does not allow it. Most religions have the same reason as Christianity. Most say no because you shouldn't throw away your life just to avoid the pain because feeling those hardships and pain is all part of life. Even the states that does not allow human euthanasia gives punishment as well. Anyone that helps with PAS or euthanasia that is not legal in their own state are punished or even criminated uh, against being helpful with manslaughter, and it's also a felony in most states. For example, a woman named Terry Cheval had a diagnosis of hypoxic encephalopathy, which is a brain injury caused by oxygen starvation to the brain. Uh, she was on a ventilator for the first few weeks, but then ultimately was taken off medical life support, and just she was breathing fine. As the situation got worse and worse, her husband, Michael Schiavo, uh, hired Tony George Fellows, a right-to-die litigator. In the end, the state didn't have the laws for euthanasia, but, but they made one specifically for Terry. It was called Terry's Law, and basically what it did was the Governor Bush 
uh, under the authority of him, he restrained uh, Terry's nutrition and hydration and the appointment of an independent guardian. And after 14 days, Terry Shavao dies from severe dehydration, almost 14 days without nutrition or water. This shows that if Florida had a euthanasia law, then everything would have been smoother and Terry could have ended a peaceful life and without pain and suffering. But since they didn't have that, uh, the courts and authorities and attorneys rattled back and forth about what to do with Terry's condition as it is. They had to make special laws, they had to go through all these regulations, and ha they had to talk about a lot of things in order for her to die peacefully. But they didn't because they didn't have a euthanasia law, and she died with 14 days without nutrition or hydration because a court couldn't make a decision. This didn't just affect Terry herself. It affected her family, her friends, and everyone who was involved in this case because the court couldn't decide a decision early enough for her to relieve her pain and suffering through euthanasia. And in, instead, they let her die in a non-peaceful way and she had to suffer all the way through. Cases like Terry's and Brittany's just show how important human euthanasia is and given the choice and the human right to decide how you're going to die peacefully and without pain and suffering throughout the prolong prolonged day of the terminal illness. In a Gallup poll, 72% of Americans support euthanasia, according to the Washington Post. And ending avoidable suffering, euthanasia places great confidence and trust infallible to human beings, patients who request it, doctors who carry it out, and intuitions, legal and professional, that regulate it. Human euthanasia is an important topic globally, and things like cases like Terry and Brittany and books like Mice of Men show that just how important it is to be able to make that important decision of your life. I think that human euthanasia gives an important choice to people of like, hey, am I gonna live my life till the end suffering with this pain and this cancer and everything horrible in my life or am I gonna just end it early so that I can be at least happy that I'm dying next to my friends and family and being together with them is the most important and I'm all for it because human euthanasia gives an option to people they didn't have before because in the past, if a doctor gave you prescription medicine in order for you to pass on early, that doctor would have been charged with manslaughter and everything else bad. Because in the eyes of the court and the world, you're just no different from a murderer. But because of euthanasia laws, people can peace, pass on peacefully knowing that everyone is safe and everyone's going to be okay, even the doctors, because it was your own decision and your own choice. All, and all these evidence just support that. And as more states legalize human euthanasia, because Oregon was the only state and the oldest state to have it in 1998, um, and to 2017, five states, and in 2019, there's nine states now. So it's becoming more legalized, and I think it's a good thing. People more support it, and those who protested against this law are now more accepting and opening it up to the options that people can take with prolonged illnesses and diseases. For me, I had a dog once and uh, we decided to give that dog away because w when he was here, we, we couldn't really take care of it because no one was at home all the time and it was still a child and we felt bad. I know this isn't like human euthanasia, but it's a similar situation where 
I think the dog should be able to live in a healthy environment. So I, even though it was painful for me to let it go, uh, I think it was important for the dog to live on its own with its own family and mother or a different family uh, than us because we couldn't take care of it as much. And not only that that put suffering and pain on the dog as it grows up and early on becomes an adult, but it also put a strain on me of what I feel and what I could have done to that dog to make it happier. Just like my dog in the book of Mice of Men, Lenny and uh, Candy's dog were always compared and George and Carlson were compared as well because they it was like foreshadowing and it showed the connection between those two events. I felt sad but relieved that George killed Lenny at the ending because George knew that Lenny couldn't survive in the world by himself and he's made mistakes all throughout their lives and that impacted not only Lenny but also George and he had a strain and like a burden on him because he, he knew that if George was gone Lenny couldn't survive on his own so instead of letting both of them suffer and be in painful experiences he knew that if Lenny just died early on then he can be happier and so can George. I think this should be falling on their Death with Dignity Act because Lenny wasn't mentally capable of making decisions on his own so I think that George had all the parental consent because Lenny didn't have any more family because her aunt died so George had the guardian consent so I think it does fall under Death with Dignity Act and it is okay. Even though George did kill Lenny and that's like manslaughter uh, and people can press charges for that, but I don't think he should be punished because if Lenny could have made decisions on his own and knew the state that he was in and he couldn't fix it, then I think he would have decided the same thing as George just to die early on. And especially in that time period where it's like the Great Depression and the everyone's like poor and nothing, everything's bad. There's nothing to be happy upon and they can't live happily if they can't get past Lenny. At least George can't be happy if they can't get past Lenny's uh, accidents and incidents. So I don't think he should be charged with this. And I've been saying throughout this whole debate that um, th there is a big connection between the mice of men and human euthanasia because we see multiple examples of euthanasia in that novel. And, and, and this story revolves around the protagonists of Lenny and George. And in the end, it's just like human euthanasia where George kills Lenny. So there's a big correlation and connection between these novels.